Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Are you being emotionally manipulated? Are you walking on eggshells and managing the moods of others, always trying to keep the peace while not having any yourself? Then I'm going to encourage you to take a listen to this series of conversations that I am calling Buddhas and Bananas. My friends, we're not called to appease others and be under the control of other people. We're called to live under the compelling control of the love of God. And that love is going to mature you and educate you in such a way that you will not continue to live placing yourself under the control of other people. So here we go. I'm glad you're with me here on the podcast of Nancy McCready Ministries, Tent Talk. I want to continue today with the reading out of Malcolm Smith's book, Toxic Love, The Illusion of Self-Worth. Right there in the title, we find that any worth that we have to go and get for ourselves, my friends, is not true worth. Anytime you have to work to be valuable, then we, of course, have missed the entire, um, the entire gift that God bestows on us in Christ, that they have loved us because they are love, and they have chosen to bestow that love upon us, that we are um, the recipient of their full attention and affections from the purest source. And when we continue to reject that, It sends us on uh, the forever hunt, right, for those who will love us. And where there is massive rejection in our lives and trauma, and where there is uh, the need going continuously unmet, then the lengths to which we go uh, can be quite extreme. But... Oftentimes, it starts to be normalized that this is the way that we love and that um, even um, more grievous is when it's tagged as Christian love. So I want to read this small section of Toxic Love today called Please, Please Me and leave it with you for you to think about Uh, with maybe just a bit of comment at the end. And I want you to allow Holy Spirit to show you, because no one has escaped toxic love, because we're born separated from God. All of our early years, all of the formative times within our life, right? We are, uh, no matter how magnificent it may seem at the time, we're being loved with human love. And human love is conditional. It is. It is conditional. It tries to be unconditional. It really does. But the only true unconditional love is the love of God. 
And so it can only be received, the love of God. It cannot be earned. Human love is earned, maintained, deserved. Um, But trust me, everything human has limits. And you will and can eventually come to the end of its borders. And then it becomes very, very cold. And we are seeing this more and more and more uh, in our culture, our society, across the board. It doesn't matter which nation you're in, um, which um, ethnicity, um, socioeconomic, um, because the, this is a condition that we're born with within, and it's not determined by the external divides that we oftentimes see. But it is beginning to show itself uh, more and more. And as I mentioned in our previous episode, we need to allow God to get us ready, right? If we're going to be true lovers of God, of ourself, and of others, our neighbor, we have to receive the love of God. This is what it says in 1 Corinthians 13, And uh, in the Amplified Classic that says that love is true affection for God and others that comes out of us knowing the love that God has for us and the love that he has put in us. We were never meant to generate our own love for ourselves, for others, or for God. It is a gift that is received. And therefore, it doesn't breed Um, bitterness. It doesn't breed revenge. It doesn't breed violence. Um, And so um, this is a part of what we're seeing um, happening is that human love, when it is um, rejected, um, it can turn on you. And so it might look like I love you today, but I can flip I can completely flip when you don't make me happy or when I can't make you happy and you want to leave me or when I think you have rejected me, right? Then I'm going to I'm going to bring some harm to you. And so we need to recognize uh what's happening. So let me read this section. And this is following the scripture Romans 125 that Paul spoke uh, when he described the downward spiral of the human race, that they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator. And one way this is seen in our everyday lives, yet not recognized as the idolatry it is, is in our relationships with the people around us, especially those in need who demand our time and suck and drain us dry with their needs. We want to help to make everything in their lives right. We want to make them happy. You might say, we want to be their savior, meeting all their needs. When we have achieved our goal of making them happy, and they give their smile of approval, their murmur of praise, we feel lovable. The warm glow of feeling good about ourselves flushes through our being. We feel important, significant as a person. 
everything is and forever will be wonderful. Strangely, the person we live to make happy is often the source of all our hurts and pain. A wife beater, an alcoholic, a drug user, the teenage delinquent, the workaholic who abuses by neglect, the list goes on and on. The craving to make them happy, to save them from all their problems, and to make everything right becomes the meaning of our lives. The mirage of a day when everything will be perfect draws the captive onward to keep meeting needs. And this person for whom we martyr ourselves doesn't have to be an addict or an emotionally dependent person. This toxic love spills into all of our relationships. We go through life seeking the happiness of everyone else in return for the elusive feeling of self-worth and the sense of being loved, which we may fleetingly experience from time to time. Of course, most of the time, we fail to be everything the other person wants us to be, and failure plunges us into oceans of guilt and shame. Feelings of worthlessness and rejection flood us when we have failed to please the other person. Many people live in this kind of guilt most of the time. It continues with the section, The Toxic Lover. Why do such people keep going back for more, even though they come away saying, I will never do that again. I am going to mind my own business. No one appreciates me. It is because their identity as a person depends on being affirmed and made to feel good by the needy taker. What they were created to receive only from God, they are searching for in the creature. To give it up would be to give up their perception of their personhood. This need for affirmation is born of the same lie that spawned the false gospel that says we must perform to be lovable to God. We are not loving from the inner fullness of knowing God loves us unconditionally and without limits, a loving which springs from his bestowed sense of worth. Ours is a toxic false love that is born out of man's separation from God's love. It is a manipulative performance intended to be a human substitute for the love from God that has been rejected. Exchanging God's unconditional love for this poisonous substitute ultimately destroys both the toxic lover and the needy taker. The toxic lover has fantasies of being savior and messiah to the needy in their family, at the office, and among their friends. In fact, they feel responsible for making the whole world happy. This is the person who always comes through for the family, and the family always knows to whom they can turn. The reward they receive is those warm words, We knew we could count on you. They feel important and significant because another person needs them, and they feed on the need to be needed. All right, so I'm going to stop there. Are you being held over the barrel by guilt and shame because of mistakes that you've made? And, and so you keep trying to be enough to make up for your lack or your failure or your inability to please and keep people happy. 
because you could keep people happy today and then the rules change for tomorrow. Today it's you better have dinner ready. You need to make sure you cover me and lie for me. You need to make sure that today that uh, you, you know, don't ever bring up anything about my failures. All right, so you do all of that today. You work feverishly to perform. And then tomorrow the rules change. And they're a completely new set. And it keeps you hopping, keeps you on your toes. And uh, so you may find it helpful to, again, get with Holy Spirit and let Him begin to show you, in you, why are you driven so hard to have to earn it. Many times we already know that we're earning it. It's just we've come face to face with the brutality, maybe, of the person that we keep trying uh, to keep happy and we keep covering for them, and they've already beat us to a pulp. Uh, Maybe they've already verbally abused. Maybe they've already scared the living hell out of us by their threats and things we've actually seen them do. And so now we're in an awakened state and we're aware of the toxicity that's going on. But now we fear that if we try to leave, if we try to confront, if we try to resolve anything, it will only escalate and get worse. So I know these may sound like extreme uh, situations or extreme uh, um, examples, but they're not. My friends, I've had to face this in my own life, in my own relational dynamics, and I walk with many, many people who are facing this toxic love on many levels within their life. This is the human condition. This isn't just a few unhealthy people. This is the human condition. And the only answer for the human condition is Jesus. He became our condition so that we could become his. And until that exchange is made, and then until we actually choose to continue on and mature by his love and grow up and continue on and abide in that, there's a true living out of that, my friends, then the only other option is the worsening condition of man. And it's being, again, revealed for what it actually is. Don't buy into the lie that everybody can just love whoever they want and decide whoever they are. My friends, listen to me. Don't get caught in the lie that if you tell the truth, that you're just being judgmental, and you're harsh and unkind and unloving. Okay? Don't appease the gods. Don't put bananas at the feet of Buddhas. Don't be a creature worshiper. Don't worship yourself and your own need to be accepted. Therefore, you begin to set aside the truth of God for the truth of man. Remember the tree that man ate from was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, where man would decide what's good and evil, where man would be God, where man would decide. That entire system, my friends, goes down when we embrace the work of the cross and in the resurrection 
we take on now the way of the cross. And each of us must be delivered from this. That's why there can be no pride or superiority. So this is why I want to disciple, um, or I I want to help everyone get discipled, (laughs) right? Is we've got to begin to let God work in us and that we would be those who would pass this on. And it is becoming more glaringly obvious there will be uh, persecution for this. There will be uh, a mocking and ridiculing of those who um, who embrace God and who promote his ways, even though it's the most loving. But we do need to make sure that it is of his love and that it isn't a prideful, self-righteous love, attacking others as though we know nothing about this condition. How can that be, Right? So uh, I'm going to continue uh, in these conversations uh, and expose in the simplest form I can this toxic love uh, born out of the separation uh, from God's love, uh, that it is, um, it's going to go off the rails. I mean, it pretty much already has, but, but we've got to understand Man does not determine love. Man is an idolater uh, at his nature. He's looking for something else to worship, anything but God. But that ultimately puts him in the, in the God seat. Is I'll decide what I worship. That makes you the God. I'll decide what is uh, right and wrong. That makes you the God. And so it's going to begin to be shown, and we need to be deeply prepared in the reality of where we stand in this hour of history. My friends, this is not just about you getting all the mean emotional manipulators out of your life. This is about being prepared for the hour of history in which we live and where we allow God to work in us and to reveal in us our deep need for him. Where have we been consistently, whether in church or at the bar or wherever it happens, where we have been trying to make others happy so they'll give us the love that we want. My friends, that's not how the kingdom of God operates. So we need to to draw very, very close to him and let him love us and let him make us ready. I love you all. Until next time. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.